everybody, welcome back to New Madness. And I'm gonna make my bed to finally head to bed. Bro, like, I'm crying. Dude, seriously? It's only 11? Where you're probably at. Why are you going to bed now? Aren't you one of those guys that stood till midnight? Uh, yes, usually I am, but I stayed up a lot later last few nights, and this is one of those nights. It is currently at 4.15 a.m. Where I am at right now, which I know a lot of you, a lot of you night guards are like, that's not even, that's nothing. And I agree, I mean, if I went to work the night shift, I'd probably see nothing, nothing me too. So for all you um, guards out there, like night guards, or people who work the night shift, or like guys are like, hey, we're overnight stalkers, and we want to listen to something. Well, good news for you. I'm here. So. Um, what we're going to be talking about, what I'm talking about, what we're going to do today is Crystal's Origin. I have done this God knows how many times on the channel so far, but I love it and I want to do this story, um, because the other two I have said, or two or three I've done, was at my old place, my mom and dad's house, and I'm not going to do a place now, so I want to see what we can do. I'm making, again, I'm making my bed while I do this, so... If you hear like shuffling or tiny thumps in the background, no, I'm not passing out. No, I'm not dying. No, sun's not breaking. No, I'm not farting. There we go. None that's happening. It's just pillows, blankets, and the occasional meowing of my cat, which is her way of telling me to shut my mouth and go to bed. Yeah. Okay, I just had to kick out my room. She's gonna be mad at me all night for that. But without further ado, let's get into the story, shall we? So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. As I tell you the story of Crystal's origin. <clears throat> it was a normal day. Crystal was playing with her blocks. With her family. Sitting nearby. Her father was on the couch, reading a newspaper, and her mother was sitting in the recliner, knitting something. Then, all of a sudden, Crystal's mother stood up, walked up to her and said, Crystal, here. What is it, Mom? I made you a little, uh, little gift. It's a scarf. You can tie it around your neck whenever you want. And um, I'll protect you in the air if you ever want to fly. Fly? What do you mean fly? Well, looks like the cat's out of the bag. Crystal's father said, and he walked over to her. Me and mommy are going to go to the planet Corneria. And Daddy's going to try to get a job as a Star Fox member with James McLeod. You probably heard of Fox, right? You know, James's son? You know, James and Pixie's little kid? He's about your age. A little bit older, but not by much. Just like 10 years. Anyway, so he is trained to be a pilot. He's been going to the academy for over three years now. And we think, me and mommy, think it would be a great idea if you 
would like to film. Come on, Mr. Shannon. You don't have to be a pilot, but at least you can give me a try. You know? See what they can do. Who knows? You might be a great Cornerian guard one day. Or you can join the Star Fox team. We think that James' son is going to take over when James wants to retire. What do you say? I'll give it a try. She said, happily. She never admitted this, but she always had a little crush on Fox McCloud. Her parents wanted her to have a friend and not a crush, but they didn't know that she had a crush on him as of yet. Although her father always turned around saying, Ooh, he's handsome, isn't he, Crystal? Just behaving at the academy, he was tease. Finally, the day of them going to Corneria came. Crystal packed up all her stuff and was ready to go. Unfortunately, halfway there, they were attacked by a ship with a big red egg. Andros. What's going on? Crystal's father asked. Andros answered, It is me, the mighty Emperor Andros. Why have you been firing on us? Did you work for Canaria? And what do you mean the Emperor? I was exiled for having a thing for a former comrade, James McLeod's wife. I killed her because she would not accept my advances. And I take it out on you. It's nothing personal. And with that, ship was hit. And the ship spiraled out of control as it crashed into the ground and <coughs> blew up on a planet. Crystal was blurry eyed and could barely see through the smoke. Not to mention, she hit her head, which made her everything fuzzy. But she heard footsteps come towards her. What do we have here? A voice said. She felt strong arms pick her up. And the man, or whatever it was, sat down. Who, who are you? Now, 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 calm down, little one. It's okay. My name's Crow. And I just want to see if there's anything that's wrong or anything broken. I've said something went wrong. What happened? Can you remember? You were shot down by a ship. Someone known as and Andy Andrew Andros. That's his name. I know him. He was a head member of uh, the Corner Defenses, but soon. He had a, uh, 
he forced Fox's wife, sorry, not Fox's, James's wife to have an affair with him. And, um, she told him no. And that she's going to tell James everything. In anger, he murdered her. He didn't want to, and he went a little too far, went to rough her up and beat her into submission. But she wasn't going to let him do that to her. And she wasn't going to betray James. I wish more people were like her. Where were you headed? Corn area. To join the pilot thing, I can't remember. Oh, the academy. That's it. The academy. So you were going to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I know what your task was, and what you wanted to do, I only have one thing I can do now. I'm going to end this pain of yours. I'm going to take you home to my place and give you medicine. Tend to your wounds. Clean them. Make sure that he would have any affection if there is any. Make sure that you Okay. Mom and Dad. What's your name, little one? Crystal with a K. My name's Crow with a C. I'm sorry, little one. Your mother and father, uh, they're not gonna be here anymore. You buried. They were shot down and died on the impact. But I can't go on without them. Not alone. But you're not alone. No one? Since you arrived with them, I will be here. I'll play the part of your father and you're dead. Now lay down. Get some sleep. And Crystal lay down, got some sleep. Crow went to the, went to the woman, um, weird genie-like dinosaur shopkeeper, and bought her a teddy bear, clothing, and a staff. He hid the staff from her for eighteen years. No, wait, not eighteen. Sorry. So she's five, so 14 years. Sorry. He had the staff from her for 14 years. On her 19th birthday, he gave it to her. Gift wrapped. 14 years later. Crystal's birthday party, 19. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Crystal, happy birthday to you, 
and many, many more. Happy birthday, my daughter. Thank you, Dad. She blew out the candles. Very good. Now, what did you wish for? Dad, I can't tell you. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes broken wishes need to be told. So Dad can help them come true. I don't think you would like what I wished for. Hmm. Did you wish for something inappropriate? No. I just wished for a new outfit. Outfit? What kind of outfit? Well, you told me that I could join you and be a defender of Saria. Hmm. You know, now that you mention it, that does sound like something I did say. Well, what outfit are you wanting to wear? This one. She showed him a picture. Oh, oh my, um, Crystal, um, I'm all for helping your birthday wishes come true, but this is very revealing. It has a short apron that doesn't go past your knees. It's halfway up your thigh. And the top is more or less a bikini. A bra. With one strap that goes around the back and nothing on your shoulders. Which means if you eat, I sit down. Now I'll admit the crown and the rings on the, for the tail and the arm guards and the shoulder pads and the knee pads and sandals are good. But can't you wear all that and maybe a normal bra with that tank top or, or shorts or short shorts or something of that sort that's similar but not that I mean, that apron doesn't cover the sides, so if the wind was to blow... Dad, please... I know I can make some adjustments to it. Well... You can be a freedom fighter like me. It will not restrict your movement. Much, at least. Um, easy to put on and take off. And I had to take it off, and you're the only female fox here, the only one that would actually be attracted to you, in a lovey-dovey way. Well, no one's here to do that, so... Alright, I guess it's alright. Stay here, Crystal. I'm going to open your presents. I come home. We went to the shopkeeper and bought her that outfit. This is one part of your gift. This other one I had for a long, long, long time. And he gave her a long pole that was in a box and wrapped up. After she unwrapped it, she said, What is this? Press the button. She pressed a button and expanded to a staff that had crystals that were magical on it that could help her jump higher, help her to shoot fireballs, and have, make her have strength and produce a force shield around her. She was absolutely ecstatic 
and obsessed. Thank you, Dad. It's beautiful and marvelous. I'm glad you like it. I'll train you in the ways of being a freedom fighter. And then... A trumpet blew in the distance. What's that, Dad? Scales! Crystal! Here, hide underneath the floorboard and do not come out. But, Dad, I want to help. True or not? Ready. It's Scales! You know what he wants you for. And I won't subject you to such torment. After that, I saw Crow put on his armor. And Crow went out to face him. Scales! I am General Scales, and you all are my slaves. We are not your slaves, Crow said from behind him. Crow! Well, well, well! Look who they decided to send out! The hero idiot! Oh, well, you really hurt my feelings with that weak remark. You will suffer a terrible fate worse than death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get this over with. You know, this would have been a problem if you just handed me that sweet, cute, and very attractive vixen that you found. I wonder when she was 16 and you denied it to me. Yeah, you know why? You're sick. And number two, 16, really? Why would you choose her to be underage like that? You're not the spokesperson for Subway. Jared. You will suffer. Moving on to a sword fight. Crow was victorious and all scales down on the ground. You have been vanquished. Well, go ahead. Run your sword through my chest. Show everyone that you are nothing but a bloodthirsty killer like me. No, scales, I am not like you. I will let you go. How noble. I'll go, he said. Not. He turned around and sunk his dewclaw deep into Crow's chest, puncturing his heart. Crow began to bleed out. Crystal saw, and Crow told him when she was younger, Crystal, something was to happen to me. Buy scales. I want you to run. And don't look back. So Crystal did that. She ran. As tears flooded her eyes and she did not look back. After Scales got into his ship and flew off. She got into her pterodactyl friend. And tried to attack the ship. To bring it down and to question Scales. 
Soon, she was scales and her got into a confrontation with each other. He grabbed her by the throat and threw her off the ship. Luckily, her tail friend caught her and took her to our Cornera spirit temple where she released one of the spirits. Then, something locked her inside a massive crystal like prison and raised her high near in the rain, keeping her trapped and contained. She waited for Fox to save her, knowing that Fox was on the planet. Fox eventually did save her, come to find out it was the spirit of Andras who shot her down many, many years ago. And now she had to face Andros again, as Andros, the spirit, was reincarnated due to the Kozola spirits in the temple. Fox flew up as she fired fireballs from behind. Fox's ship was severely damaged and was about to go down until one fireball hit inside Andros's mouth, making him die and blow up. After that, Crystal joined the Star Fox team and became a loyal member. Fox was extra happy that she joined the team, and she wasn't feeling that bad either, on the account that she was 19 and Fox was 28 years old. She knew that she was going to have fun, and Fox probably wouldn't have fun along with her. After time went on, they visited Surya more times. But as for part one of this origin, that's all we had to talk about. Thank you for watching this video. If you liked it, please punch that button and like boss. I'd like you to listen to all the other ones and say I'm on the on the edge of the podcast in the comments that is. Um, which one you liked more? If you liked the, uh, one with the Kazola, like the original ones more, the second ones more, or this one more? I wanted one that catch the chase, and I thought this one was pretty good. Not my favorite, but close. Third, fourth. Close to one of my favorites. It's, um, I keep on watching. I plan to do a remake of of uh, James's back James's origin story and eventually do a Vixie story. Whether that will happen or not, I do not know. But our guest speaker should be here any any day now. And um when she arrives she'll be telling you some of her stories. Until then everyone, thank you for watching of course look into the shadows, this will just change one of course if you're more videos than me, do not worry, because I will call for the fish edition, bro, Paul. I'm going to hell, I need your help. Only count three. Here we go. One, two, three. How? <laughs> Thank you again for watching this video, and good night. And of course, look into the shadows, because this was a strange one. Keep your eyes peeled out there, because the madness never ends. Thank you for watching again, 
That's really appreciated. Leave a comment down below. And good night.